Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Throwback Podcast. I'm Mark from the Throwback Store and I'm here with G-Shack and a special guest who is going to introduce herself right now. Hi, I'm Bryn. I'm from NBA UK Fans, uh, part of the wonderful team there that includes G-Shack amongst the other Rich and Rich and Jimmy. And I'd like to also give a special mention in that team to our sixth man, Nathan Caton. But yeah, I'm Bryn from NBA UK Fans, if you don't know me. Awesome. awesome. What he's saying there, to be, to be quite nice, is that was the professional answer. What he is, he's the crown prince of Dubai. He's Mr. Yeezy. Yeah. He's the chef. He's the cook lord. He's got that much heat. I can't even look at him. I burn with his complexion. Yeah. And just before we started, Ginger Shack said Jimmy was a shit plasterer. So <laughs> let's just leave it there with that. This is definitely... I don't know what's, I don't know what's worse. Is plastering or his take on Larry Markman? <laughs> Probably he's plastering. Probably he's plastering. Shout out to Jimmy, though. Uh... Right, you have a plan, don't you, Ginger Shack? What's the plan do, yeah. for the day? Go on, you start. The plan is what we're going to do is um, we did we gave you a week gap last week because nothing was happening and quite frankly couldn't be asked. Yeah, because um, none of you watch it anyway. So this is for the forty-two people that watch the pod, and it's number and it's episode forty-two, which is ironic. Al Horford episode, isn't it? Yeah, he's a prick. Carry on. Um, so what we're going to cover is we're going to cover free agency because obviously. For me and Bryn, it's been a bit of an interesting one. Like we're signing players that put it this way, the NBA store will probably stock jerseys for, which yeah. is like fucking bizarre. There is definitely that, but it's like you're building a team in 2013, though, isn't it? That's what you're doing. Like, let's let's not we'll 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 get to people building teams of bygone eras. When we talk about the fakers, um, the but, fakers, yeah. it is a worry. It is a worry about the age, but that is a really good point in terms of I might be able to pick up a Bulls jersey that doesn't say Mark and on in Dubai for the first time since I've been there. So that'd be nice. Yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, do you know what NBA? NBA for, well, fanatics are done now, aren't they? Fanatics are done with the NBA, so everything's going to be going through decathlon from what I can understand especially in the uk i don't know what it's like worldwide but in europe it's going to be going through decathlon so maybe they'll stop better jerseys maybe, who knows maybe you can get any player's name as opposed to having to pay an extra 20 quid for i mean um i'm obviously my my, my ideal jersey purchase is either yourself or ellie yeah um but obviously i'm going down to london um at the end of the month for the gg yeah, um, and I've I've got to go to the NBA store because yeah, you know, it'd be stupid. Um, and I am hoping I can go there and get a custom because I can't. As I've said before, I can't purchase an NBA jersey with my name on, like my full second name. Yeah, because it's. So I'm hoping yeah. having it in store, I can kind of sort of go. You say ten letters, but is there any chance you can get eleven on there? Um, and, and I'll probably I'll probably get a custom. Hopefully there'll be there won't be a new jersey because we haven't even seen it and it, it won't be stocked yet. So um I'll probably you know get a nice nice red bulls jersey with Crookshank on and hopefully and just hang it up with the rest of the financial portfolio. 
Yeah, but, um, they're definitely doing that. Yeah, have they got the personalizations in there? Yeah, the yeah. So I know that it's it's on site. It's on site personalizations. Um, yeah. How good they are, I don't know. They can't be worse than Fanatics because you can tell the person that's printing your jersey that's the wrong fucking letters. Yeah. And 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 can I ask why? Can I ask why I've got an Orlando Magic jersey with Miami Vice fucking numbers on it? You pelmet. Yeah. I had one a few years ago before Fanatics that was uh, it was ordered for my 21st birthday, I think. And it was like, um, it was Adidas. So when it was kind of like, they were still kind of stitched on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the name on the back was like plastic print. Yeah. yeah. It fell off in like two weeks. I was like, how have you got this on the front? And then you've chosen to use just- that you just put the numbers and the so the name and the number at the front was stitched and the number at the back was stitched, wasn't it? But then yeah. just a random name. It's <laughs> like they must have shipped in all the name, all the numbers and said, right, if somebody wants a custom, we're just gonna screen print this on the back and just yeah. hope that nobody knows what's going on. Because yeah. I um I got I got a Benny the Bull jersey, so like a couple of years ago for my birthday. I think it was my mate Shugs and my mate Paul. Like they bought me a, a like Benny jersey, um, and again it was stitched at the front, like classic like swingman yeah. stitched, and then it was just screen printed on the back. Yeah, it's shocking. Um, it, but it, yeah, so so back to to get to get back to the tangent we were on um, after we've slated the um, well after we've slated the company that basically we we had an endorsement deal with Brim. Yeah. <laughs> I said before um, fanatics. I said before fanatics. Yeah, God, um, I did it. Um, but uh, right, so so obviously for the Bulls, the big thing is we'll, we'll hit the big three. So we've got Lonzo, we've got Demar Derozan, and we've got the Caruso. And as of as of the all we've lost show. is Garrett Temple and Thad Young. Are you keeping Thad Young? He's been traded. He was part of the signing trade with uh, Demar. Oh, was he? I love Thaddeus Young. What a player! What yeah, he's a player. definitely, definitely, particularly on if you if you try. I was trying to put together a starting five, and it was quite tricky. But any starting five that I put together, the defense was dead, questionable, questionable at best. Yeah, yeah. I, I think don't... he's a big loss on that that end. Lonzo's good defensively, though. I like long yeah. defensive end. I just, I just think the team that you put together now is a team that will win games and potentially you'll probably get to the playoffs. But that's it, isn't it? You just can't see that team for all the big names in the team. It just doesn't look, doesn't look a a mentally strong team. That to me, it looks like somebody will wither in the playoffs. Like. <laughs> It, nothing seems to like fit mentally. I know that they'll try and work it out over time, but I couldn't put together a five that I was like, oh yeah, this will work really well. It was either like defense or spacing. Yeah. I know that Lonzo last year had a big uptick in his three point shooting, but that's for one year. I need to see that again yeah, and again and again. Otherwise you've got, I know you've got Levine and, and Vucevic can, can shoot the three, but, there's a lot of people trying to go inside, I think, in, in any team that you put together there. Yeah, definitely. And you've obviously got Levine, who is hypothetically on an expiring contract. Um, 
because the you know he's he spoke out today and uh, well this week and spoke about wanting to look at being respected by the Bulls and being given a decent contract extension. And you kind of look at the money that's been given to Lonzo Ball and um, and Demar Derozan, and you start to sort of go. Well, you know, is there is the cap space there? But what is worth noting is the Bulls had, and it's never talked about, but Bulls fans will know it. We, everyone talked about the Bismarck Biombo contract. They talked about Mozgov's contract. The worst contract in the league has been Christian Felicia. Yeah, facts. Because we signed him, I think it was like three year, 50 million, something mental. And like, I think he averaged like four wow. minutes a game. Yeah, like it was. I mean, I'll Google it, but it was an awful contract, and like it really affected the Bulls because. But equally, we now can't offer Lowry Markin in a big stack because. But is, do you think Levine's a max contract player? I don't think he should be getting a max. Um, but he's going to want one. Yeah, hundred percent. If you look at that's the problem you've got is. Some people that don't deserve them get them. So any player or any agent goes, right, here's a list of players that have got them. I'm better than them and them. And yeah, them. Yeah. And, yeah. You look but, at the contract Mike Conley got at the Grizzlies. You've just got but to, does he not always just get them? Like, does Mike Conley not always just get good contracts? He's a, do you know what? He's a great... I like Mike Conley. I think he's a great player. I think he's a great glue guy for a team as well. I think he's... Last year in the, at the Jazz, I think it's shown how important he is but there's a difference between being important to your team and being a max contract guy like there's a massive difference between that like Levine has been a big fish in a small pond and you've got to take that into account because he's had a lot of the ball yeah I think you just so I'm just, to- I'm just looking at Christian uh, Christian Felicia's contract now <laughs> um, and it was a four year contract for Around about thirty million. Yeah, for nothing. Literally doing nothing. Well, absolutely nothing. I bet he could get. He's tall, and he so he can get stuff from high shelves. He can change he, light bulbs. He, he did take a picture of Ronaldinho at the Jordan statue, so they might have got a few likes. Yeah, they were both Yeah, you know? yeah. That's that. What I did. What another thing? Just going off free agency. Well, we won't know. We'll stick to free agency. Let's laugh at Drummond for a moment. Can we do that? Like I went through, I went back through. I found an article that was like the recap of the story between him and Embiid, and I was just laughing my socks off at it last night. Like the way they were going back and forward at each other, and like screaming at each other, and getting each other ejected. And there's, a, I mean, it, I think one of the tweets was um, about rent space in Drummond's head, and I was like, that just hits it on the head. That's yeah, hits it on the head. So he's going to have to really, really suck his ego in, isn't he? And uh, oh, take it down a little. But is that an upgrade for the Sixers? Obviously, we offloaded Dwight Howard and we've brought in Drummond. Do you see that as an upgrade? Do you see that it's as... Like swap. It's like it's, it's What is it? Is it six or one, half a dozen of the other kind of situation? I mean, you've got rid of Dwight Howard um, and now you've got a guy with massively hairy shoulders. Well, that's the only change. Yeah. I think the Lakers were better with Howard. Do you think that? Yeah, I think the Lakers were better with Howard, but Howard never played as many minutes as Drummond played for the Lakers. 
Yeah, like true. they proper threw Drummond in the deep end, didn't they? And expected him just to fit. Just because LeBron was not playing, I think. Yeah, and he isn't that kind of player. He no. he needs a system, doesn't he, Drummond? As you've seen, like he played his best basketball when he was in a system that fitted him. Yeah. Is that going to be the system at the Sixers? Probably not. But you can't ask that as a off the bench guy. You can't ask for a system to be molded exactly, around. Exactly, exactly. So, what do we? I don't know. I think I don't think we've lost anything in the trade. I think the Sixers are probably they've not got any better and they've not got any worse. But everybody around us seems to be getting better, and I think that's the problem that we're going to have next season. The, yeah, biggest, not- the biggest thing for me is obviously you have to have certain game plans for certain players and, and how you play. And I can't help but think that you're going to grow a culture into your team where you're going to have to have so much of the opposite plan when you've got Embiid on the court to when you've got Drummond on the court. Yeah. In te- like, like you basically need to feel Drummond with a completely different five and have an entire different playbook. You do that's because, what I was saying. It's trying to fit you know a what I mean, like it's but equally, I'd be excited. To, I mean, the guy is an all-star, regardless of what we say, Drummond is an yeah. all-star. Yeah. Um, so you know, we'll it, we'll we see. Don't lose, we don't lose anything on the defensive end, do we? That I think that's the thing. I think defensively with Drummond there or with MB, obviously MB's a much better defender, but rim protection wise. I think we're not losing anything. We're always going to have that rim protector on the court. So, I don't know. Let's wait and see. Sixers will so just... the, the, other, the other one we'll just quickly dip into is Kyle Lowry in Miami. Miami've done some good business, haven't they? Yeah, so they've got Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker. Um, I'm sure they've got signed somebody else as well. Like um, They're one of the few teams like the Bulls who have managed to sign players instead of them... They kept Just Butler. joining the Lakers for like vet mins. They kept Butler. They kept Duncan. Yeah, they but the, the Butler contract. They've paid, paid, paid him, didn't they? But yeah. they love him in that. He's that culture, isn't he? He's that work hard. Like he fits Pat Riley down to a T. Like Pat Riley will love having Jimmy Butler there. He he, he holds players accountable. Like regardless of what you think last season about the Heat. Like, I think everybody, the expectations of all teams last year were a bit strange coming out of the bubble, don't you think? It was all a bit, like, odd, like, yeah. last season. I still feel the same about the Heat, though, and as I do a little bit with the Bulls in terms of, I think they've done really well. I don't know if they've done you know. enough. You don't want to play them in a playoff series, don't get me wrong. They're going to be a tough out, but I still don't think they've done enough. And when you look at, the fact that they're going to be paying Lowry 30 million when he's 38, which is crazy. Um, I think that's interesting that they gave him three years. And the other part of it is none. I was looking at none. I know he didn't have as big, as big of a role last year, but he still wow. shot 38%, 39% from three. He's a young guy. The, I think they turned down 4.7 million on him. To uh, to keep him, and I was just like, that's that seems like a bit of a strange one because the year before he was obviously flying, and I know he's had a bit of a downer, but I think the Lakers have really sort of. I do. I think they've got an absolute steal. Like my mate uh, lives in Miami, and he was big on none. Obviously, he's big on Hero as well, but 
I don't know about Tyler Hero. I thought he was going to be great and he really frustrates me now. I think he's just been found out and it's that kind of second season last year. It was that thing of the first season, you don't know what you're getting. So everybody's a little bit weary. You don't kind of know. And then once you've found out, people know how to guard him now and he's not figured out a way to kind of navigate that like... Hopefully in the off-season this year, he's worked on his game and he'll come back with something else. But last year, it was just a non-starter. He wasn't physical enough. He wasn't big enough. Got bullied a bit. So let's see. Let's see how... It, it just... It seems like the Lakers have traded for everybody in the world, in the West and the East. It's been a little bit... Everybody's picked up one or two. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think the West has seemed very quiet, but I don't know if that's because equally we are in a world where the main rhetoric is LeBron and the Lakers. Um, you know, that's that's the major talking point. Um I mean I put a tweet out last night and I'm yet to be I'm yet to find out if it's correct or not. But I I personally think that this Lakers roster will have like current team wise will have the most all-star appearances of any roster ever. Oh, I don't know about that. What about, like, the Lakers when they had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? See, that's, that's what the variant is. But combined, like, that whole roster has got 55 all-star appearances. Wh- which one? The Lakers one? Yeah, so the current, the new one, has got new 55 Lakers. all-star appearances. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's got 54 on his own, though, so... <laughs> Yeah, Warriors, I don't know. The Warriors must have had a fair few when they... KD, Clay, Steph. Steph hasn't had as many all-star appearances as you think, you know. No, but they but also... Even then, it, even then if you say KD, Steph, Clay, Cousins. Draymond, even if they had 10 all-star appearances each... And Cousins. They had Cousins on there, didn't they, for a year? So yeah. that would have been... That must have been close. Yeah, can't be far off. Can't be far off. I know you're right, right up there. And they also, like, the strange thing for the Lakers for me is everyone said once they did Westbrook, they were like, ooh, they're going to have to add, like, loads of veteran minimum players that can that can shoot the three now and stuff. And instead, so I said this to Dean yesterday when I was chatting to him, they've they've added young guys that can shoot the three that if in a couple of years, like, when Westbrook's done, they, they can still be there, like yeah. uh, Monk and Nunn. I, I love Monk. Yeah, they're, they're, they shoot 39 combined from three. So um, instead of going and getting a load of guys that are just going to disappear after you if, if they get a ring. Like Jim Reddick. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I think they've done really well. Really, really well. I think, that, I, think that, I think the Lakers have done really well. Really, 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 really well. And Ariza yeah. as well, I think. I know he's old, but he'll definitely contribute something when, when it comes to crunch time. Definitely. Uh, so where, what are we up to next? Where, what are we? Where are we going? What's what's happening? So obviously, it was I seen it off Boston Brit. Um, the NBA has released seven. So obviously, first off, we'll talk about the NBA logo and the swoosh being diamond. Oh yeah, I called that. Just saying, big up the two K UK fam for yeah, sending yeah. me the uh, the contact on that. Definitely. Um, but there's three teams that have had jerseys released. Now, we're football fans. So, two years ago, Nike done Nike Air. Who does Brent support? Team. Brent, who do you support? 
Oh, it's, it's a push to call it football. I'm Stoke City fan. Oh, God. Robbie Williams. Is Robbie Williams is a Stoke City fan. He's a Port Vale fan. Oh, is he? Yeah. Who's famous and who's a Stoke? Apart from yourself, obviously. Yeah. I'm, I'm really up there. There's a Nick, and uh, I think there's a comedian called Nick Hancock. Oh, Nick Hancock, who used to be on uh, They Think It's All Over. Yeah, that you're really struggling. Although, do you know what's weird about people always say this? Who's famous? Who, they had there's been some really weird. Like, um, there was a magazine once where uh, Buster Rhymes was wearing a Stoke shirt on the on the front of like a rap magazine. And there's also a picture of Pele in a Stoke shirt. So everyone and um, Sugar Ray Leonard. So everyone just oh. says yeah, Stoke fans, just Stoke Sugar fans. Yeah, in Stoke shirts. <laughs> But no, nobody, nobody, nobody really. Robbie Williams was he, he grew up literally by Vale Park. So, um, although he lost interest and bought three boxes at Chelsea and knocked them all into one at one point, so fucking hell, wasn't that much of a Vale fan? Yeah, but yeah. So my, my point I was making was they like so I think Chelsea had one, PSG, um, Tottenham, uh, Barcelona, and they had like the Nike Air logo. So it was Nike and then the Air. Like synonymous for us from the back of like a Jordan four or, or like a, you know, a, a Jordan five, that kind of thing. And the free jerseys that have been released, there's obviously the New York Knicks, uh, Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. Now I'm sure Mark will do that magical thing where he brings them up on the screen. Yeah. We'll so like, Ta-da! Yeah. Um, but, but equally now we spent a lot of time on this pod mocking the Celtics and their jersey choices. Well, you know, they've not done much here, have they? So they had the opportunity to do something historic. <laughs> and they what went I, white and green. What I don't understand with it is, what are them like shoulder paddy bits on it? Do you know what you I know mean? What? They've got like green bits at the top, haven't they? Like, what's that about? When I looked at it first, I don't mind the shorts for the Celtics. Yeah. I don't mind the shorts, but yeah, they've not. I mean, I mean, none of them have been really adventurous, have they? My first impressions were, I never, I never loved them logos on the football shirts. I thought they were a bit weird because, yeah. for me, for me, that's all about like, for me, there's a difference between what you wear when you play in sport and then almost like leisure wear. So I always found that I found it a bit strange, and I, I'm, I'm the same with this. The the diamond, I think, is unbelievable. Like I'm all yeah. over, but. I don't know if I like this logo. I just... I think, think what done. The other thing is, obviously, the, the, the new logo, the logo will be on the back, won't it, as they have been. Yeah. But are they not having sponsors then? Oh, yeah. There'll still be sponsors. I just what? don't think they've put them on for the press release. But Why? Because, because surely, it's not. If, you're re- if you're releasing a press release for the season... Surely that you're if I was a sponsor of the Warriors, I'd be like, I'm paying you all this money and you're not willing to put my sponsor on this. The first or press equally, release of the New Jersey. Equally, Are you taking equally the you go, we'll release it, we'll let you pre-order it, and then we'll put a vulgar sponsor on it. Absolute wankers, a lot of them. Because there, there was this it there. happened if he was um into Milan, they released their shirt and everyone was like, That's fire. And then oh, they've got yeah. a new sponsor, and everyone's like, "What is that?" <laughs> and now they've had to sell an option with no sponsor on. 
Um, so I mean, there might there might be sponsors on. Obviously, the Boston Celtics. I think it was last year signed a four year deal with Vista Print. So that you know that should be on the jersey. Um, but the nicest out the three for me, and I'd probably cop is is the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I like the Warriors a lot. I really do. I really like that. I like the Knicks, you know, because it's it's classic, isn't it? But I'm just going to slag the Celtics off forever. So I'm just going to say you can't you can't you can't like the Knicks one because it's classic, and then say the Celtics one they haven't done anything with it because the Celtics have done the same as the Knicks. Yeah, but the Celtics do the same every month, month in, month out, year in, year out. At least the Knicks went a little bit adventurous and off cuff with some of the. I mean, like, I mean, to be fair, Bryn, you, you listen to the pod, mate. Like, if even if the Celtics released the most fire jersey known to man, Mark's <laughs> answer would be, "What's bloody shit, though, isn't it? Same thing, same it, day in, day out, same shite." Like, I don't, like I'm kept. Even if you release a really good green jersey, oh, and that's not true. I've got the uh, Dantich one. That's really, really nice. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you yeah. go. Maybe not. Derek Rose, Derek Rose, Chicago Bulls green jersey. Yeah, true. Warriors one's a bit nixy though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit. I thought it was a bit like a mixture between the Pistons and like <laughs> Philly and like. It, well, what it is, it is Philly, isn't it? Yeah, Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Warriors. Warriors. That's the colorway, isn't it? It's the Philadelphia Warriors colorway. It's just so. like they put the yellow on it to be like, no, no, we still are like we're Golden yeah. State. Like it's like. <laughs> It's like what Wilt used to play in. Uh, I've not. Yeah, Warriors are decent. Warriors are decent. The rest of them uh, remains oh, to be remains to be seen. We need to see more jerseys. Absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, to be fair, they're only me- they're only meant to be releasing them free, which is a bit sad. Because really? I'd like to have thought. Surely like to have thought a couple more teams could have got some. Yeah. Um, you know, they just that's it. Just those three. Yeah, so apparently it's them three because they're the three teams that banded together and created the NBA and had it where it was at in the you know the seventy fifth anniversary and obviously the Bulls weren't founded till sixty six so um, they they missed out. Um, G Shack dropping facts. Yeah, G Shack dropping large. Actually, I only remember I only remember sixty six this year. My mum was born, so I'm like, all right, yeah. The World Cup won it. We won the World Cup as well. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, like an important one. Um, so, obviously, we are kicks advocates on this podcast. Um, this is recording on Wednesday, the 4th of August. Yeah. Um, so, yesterday was Yeezy Day, and uh, I copped, like, three pairs. Um, but but we don't talk about Yeezys to Mark because he, he, he hates me for them. I don't like... Um, uh, do you know what? I've got, I've got one pair of Yeezys. But... I don't know. Put it this way. This time last year, I had none. Yeah, Dean's gone all out in 12 months. Kendrick, none. Uh, Kendrick, none. Well, I'm, I am definitely going to get them frag- fragment Travis Scott's. You going for the highs or the lows? The highs all day. All day. All day. Because I've got the highs in the first Travis Scott, so... They're, the best, go. they're the best shoes in the world. Yeah, totally. Do you know the only problem is with mine now, because I've worn them so much, they look worn, and it's a bit like, oh, 
why didn't it, why didn't it just work? But at the same time, were your kicks? Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, I don't wear them enough, but it, because I'm like really OCD, just because the details on them. Are just, oh, just, yeah. 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 So I I get what you're saying with the with the high. I'm I'm usually team Jordan one high massively, but I think they've got the color blocking a little bit wrong on them. I agree at the at the toe box. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But just because I've got the other ones, it's like I need a picture of them both together, don't I? Is that worth a grand and a half? Who knows? But hey, here we are, aren't we? You know what I mean? Also keep in mind that the lowers are meant to be there's meant to be four times as much stock of the lows. So if you did want to get them for retail, again, though, with the lows, I think that and in my head, the best shoe would be a combination of the both of them. I want the swoosh to be black on the lows. Yeah. So I don't think either of them are perfect, which is why I would not buy them for resale. Um, but I'm going to be going all out for the year. Uh, the lows definitely they didn't drop in Dubai yet the highest so I'm still hoping there's a chance that they'll release them um didn't drop on sneakers either did they no no the the lows are dropping um in the UK on yeah. uh, 13th I think yeah 13th I've got a couple of people who know we've got a per got a pair of highs well they, they're waiting on a pair of highs uh in the states yeah, I'm, I've got a friend who had them like three weeks early and I was just like, he said to me, so I was reading all, all the stuff that was saying that it's not even releasing on sneakers, it's not yeah. going to go to year zero retailers. And I messaged my mate and I was like, have you seen these rumours? And he was literally wearing them and I was like, that can't be true then. If you, He's obviously got them from some connect in Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of the guys who I know, the guy who I got the sale fours and the union fours from uh he's got he's got the the fragments or oh, they're on the way they're on the way to him in in my size but i'm just trying to haggle at the moment to kind of keep my cards close to my chest and not but i think there might be a few more releases of them i think some shops will have a raffle at some point because um yeah yeah, the Jordan, the Jordan store in Dubai—they've got a new store, so they've got a new system, and they basically they'll post a silhouette of a shoe and a timer, and there's a silhouette of a Jordan one with three days on. So I think they're they're going to drop them late and then drop the lows as well. But yeah, maybe the price—I can't see the price dipping too much. There's not going to be that much stock. They're, they're really low stock, so yeah, fingers crossed. Water away. Yeah, I just. It's just one of them. Is it's just so frustrating because you know that people who aren't necessarily sneakerheads are going to get these. I.e., your footballers who aren't sneakerheads but just want to wear kicks for the sake of wearing them. Yeah. And so we can have Marcus Rashford doing keepy ups again, like he did in the Dior. Yeah, Jordan ones. The frustration, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't. You know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't take anything away from Rashford, to be fair. Anybody yeah, it's fair. He gets stick it up their ass. Yeah. Rashford can my get away. My, my dilemma always is I'm really into, like, I buy into the hype a lot. So if they're really rare, that makes me want them more. If, and if, let's say they were like, okay, there's 500,000 fragment Jordan 1 highs dropping, I'd be like, uh, I actually want them a little bit less now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that. That's it's hard. 
That's what you want is you want low stock and you want to just hit one. That's the dream, isn't it? Yeah, just completely off topic this now. And it is completely off topic. And I was only thinking about this last night. Obviously, like NBA UK fans, it's got quite big now. Obviously, it's got a big following and stuff on Twitter. And everybody kind of gets involved in kind of the NBA UK community. But I think that filters down from yourselves. But what made you, Bryn, just one day go, I'm going to do this on Twitter. I'm going to start this page and I'm going to start this what 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 was the like kind of light bulb moment where you thought there's a market here for this and we need to gather the troops? Yeah, it wasn't so much market in terms of it was more. So basically, Dean's definitely heard this story at least four times. I was at uni, uh, went on a night out, came back about four in the morning, stuck on BT, and uh, it was like the young Oklahoma City Thunder that were what I don't know who they were playing, but it was KD and Westbrook when they were literally babies. Yeah. And me and my mate were watching it like four in the morning with like chips on a chest, like one eye yeah. open. And I was just watching Westbrook and I was like, what on earth is this? Like, who is this guy? Like, this is absolutely unbelievable. So a couple of days later, I watched a few more games and I was like, wonder if there's anyone that I can like chat to about this because none of my housemates actually want to talk about even the lad I was watching it with wasn't really interested in chatting it chatting it with me. so hopped on and there was nothing there was no official NBA UK accounts um there wasn't really anything that I could see where people were just like talking about basketball in the UK and I didn't really feel like I was knowledgeable enough to just like hop on to people in the US's sort of feed so I literally set it up and anyone that followed it in the early days will see that it was just like really tin pot, like logo on on words and um, just me tweeting my thoughts first person very much. Um, but it did get a decent amount of followers just because I think there was a few more people that were just in the same position. Yeah. And what really helped was um, the com- there's a company called Pitch. They still have a, a lot to do with the yeah, NBA. Yeah. Um, so they they got in touch with me once I got to sort of like five or six hundred because that was quite big for UK accounts at the time and they were like do you want to come down to these events and then they invited me to the sort of media passes to the games and stuff and they, it kind of grew from there really um, but yeah it was it was literally just a drunken night and then my passion grew more because I, I went to work in Chicago and it was like when the Bulls were just sort of up and coming in their peak so that's why I'm a Bulls fan because I kind of hooked onto that. I've watched Westbrook a couple of times and was like, right, these this Oklahoma City team are pretty cool. But then spending two summers in Chicago and Derrick Rose is just oh. like coming through. I was, I was like, I've got this has got to be my team. Like I've yeah. got an affiliation with the city. Um, and that team kind of made me love basketball, but didn't really kick off to what it was now until I asked other people to help me. Firstly, Dean and um a guy called Luke Hatfield is a friend of mine that used to run Bouncy Orange Ball. Um, that's not going anymore because he stepped away from basketball. But then I think Dean will say again that I will agree in terms of our greatest free agency day was we literally had a little chat and we were like, right, Luke's stepping away. Me and you can't really do this because we're both working full time. Um, who is it who gets in? Who is it who engages with us? And a bit of a crack, yeah. And 
literally dropped all three of the lads, Rich, Rich and Jimmy, a DM. And they were all just like, I, I did say to them, look, this is a commitment in terms of, I won't demand anything from you, but there will be no pay involved. Yeah. You will, you will get hooked into it and spend hours of your own personal time because I know how much you like basketball. Yeah. Um, I'll try and get you as many opportunities as possible in terms of like MBA and going to things, but there's, there's not a penny I can promise you. Um, I'd say Dean, Dean, I saw him nodding. That's definitely where it kind of really took off. And, uh, and the lads have been amazing at sort of pulling it all together since. And I would say that that's where the sort of community thing comes from. I wouldn't say that I personally drove that. Um, at the start, it was me just wanting to chat to people. And, uh, and then once there was more of a team, I think that community sort of came from everybody having their own connections and pulling people together. But you, but like you said, like you said, the, when the community started to build was when you built your own community, your community of you, G, Rich, Rich and Jimmy. That was your community, do you know what I mean? And then yeah. from that, you see now, like you said, you was one of the first one of the first uh, Twitter pages to have a UK page, basketball page. Look at all the UK basketball pages that have filtered off the NBA UK fans page. Books UK, Suns UK, Nets UK, Bulls UK. Obviously, that's Jimmy. Shout out, Jimmy. Uh, you know, all these pages that have come off the back of what you guys have done. So you need to be commended because like you say, you, it's easy for me to do what I do because at the end of the day, I get paid from doing the throwback store, you know? Yeah. that That's that's easy. Like, there's there's gain, there's financial gain for me. What you guys do is, is selfless and thankless at times because as I do, I get a lot of shit off people. I get... I, I, get I, 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 I agree, but at the same time, like, I'd probably say I'm probably one of the luckiest um, out of all, all five of us. I mean, I've With the I've done things like, had. like I never I, like I'd never imagined. You know, like interviewed NBA legends and and then like I know I joke about talk about, but I went to Athens. Like that's mad. Yeah. Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? He's, and, he's lucky that I'm a teacher on that one. Is that what it was? Is it because you couldn't go, so you had to send Dean? You had to send the replacement in? Dean, do you fancy uh, all expenses played Patriot to Athens to go and talk hoops? Uh, <laughs> well, the thing was, we thought it was London, didn't we? Yeah. Like, we thought it was London. Like, they uh, they messaged, like, oh, we need someone. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, I can probably get days off work. So I was like, oh, I'm off that weekend. I'll try to get the Monday, Tuesday. Got them locked in. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm available. And the guy was like, no worries. Uh, can you tell me where you're traveling from and we'll sort your travel? I was like, yeah, sweet. And then he's like, have you got a passport? <laughs> what was this guy on? Like, where Bin's do you like, think I live? He's like, <clears throat> I've got, I feel a cold. I feel like I've got a, a, bit, a bit of a cold coming on. I was thinking, where, where does he think I live? And then he was I like, oh, we're going, to, um, we're going to Athens, but obviously it's to announce the cover star, but we can't tell you who it is. It's like... So which two K was I'm this? I'm an NBA fan and NBA page mate. Like, unless it's Georges Costopolakis, I was yeah. like, you ain't gonna shock me. Yeah. So what? What two K was it? Uh, two K nineteen. Oh, was it? 
So yeah. have they kind of knocked all these Athens trips on the head since they sent you there? Is that what it is? No, no, they've, like... they've done like they did. They did other trips. They just uh, it's it's a logistical thing. But yeah, we didn't get a chance to go to uh, Brooklyn or LA. Um, it's we bad, have seen... it? We'll send you Athens, but you're not coming to Brooklyn. Um, yeah, but no, kind of back to what you were saying about community. Um, I think it is selfless, and I think the biggest thing that comes from the five of us is. We are selfless. Yeah. Like, you know, we get inboxes daily from media outlets, um, you know, companies. Um, we have quite a firm stance on the fact that we won't promote um, gambling. Yeah. Um, that's something that we, we made a conscious decision. And everything is discussed between the five of us. Which is, you know, nice. if somebody has a concern about it, it's like, well, why? And then we'll listen to it. And if there's somebody doesn't feel right about it, generally we, we go with, like, do you know what? Like if you don't feel right about it, that's fine. But, you know, without mentioning names of like people like, you know, with things going on in the news and we've had like American stations contact us like, oh, we want to talk to a British fan about what it's like for this. When we're like, actually, do you know what? Like, we love that. We would love yeah. to. But we actually feel like there's a guy based in the UK that deserves that opportunity more. Yeah, um, and then we'll kind of like pass that pass their details on, and probably to an extent we are cutting our nose off to spite ourselves. But yeah, to, we would change like we, we do it because like we, we we adopted maybe two and a half years ago like by the fans for the fans. Like ultimately, that's what we are. We are fans. Um, yeah. and like you know we're coming out of lockdown properly. Everything seems to be a little bit okay. Maybe according to people. Yeah. We'll start to look at doing what we were building on last year. Uh, and what we were building on last year compared to where we are now is mad. Yeah. I mean, we were we were we've probably gained about two and a half, three thousand followers in the 12 months since we last looked at doing a um a, a watch party, and we had a hundred people nearly coming to that. So yeah, you know, 2022. I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to have a word of Eddie Hearn and find out what dates he's got the O2. Yeah, and what dates we've got the O2. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, like, like what you touched on there, like the watch parties and all that stuff that was kind of in the and shout out to Rich Barrett for everything he did on did on like Instagram Live during during lockdown. Like he put hours in hours and continues to. But I think more so when people needed consistency, when people needed an outlet, he definitely gave NBA fans an outlet and a voice as well because it was a different team every week. So all these teams, even teams like the Orlando Magic, which nobody cares about, uh, and... The Celtics, obviously, Rich is a Celtics fan. Like, nobody cares about equally, them. Either. Equally, Orlando Magic, probably the best live at five. Yeah. 100. I know. I know. Like, like, we got secret MJ stories. Like, that don't happen. No. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, like, we're, we'll come to sort of the end of the pod in a minute anyway. But it has been like to look back like three, four years ago. And, and think that the throwback store wasn't really a thing and an NBA UK fans was just kind of like Taking ultimately out. a couple of guys in their bedroom occasionally going to some events. Yeah. Um, talking about basketball to know that now we get credited by a lot of the UK accounts as like, these are the guys that helped out. 
Yeah. You know, um, it's it's a beautiful thing in seeing the likes of, you know, Mo on Sky Sports. And do you know what? Like, it's on the up and up and it's building and like it's an honour to be part of it. And Definitely. Yeah, like... On the um, it's an honor to have it's an honor to have Bryn on to be honest. Like, yeah, you know I mean, yeah. like he's he's like me basketball brother. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, it's 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 great to be able to. It's the first time we've ever done a pod together, which is like mad to think in it in the close to five six years that we've been doing this, like that we haven't. Um, and and it is obviously you know affected by the fact that he decided to bugger off to the desert but yeah it's all right. off, you just man. go you just go and enjoy the sun and we'll slum it here and go to the <laughs> events with nba superstars oh god isn't it terrible <laughs> you know yeah it's it's an honor to be on guys to be honest it's been it's been time been been enjoying the episodes um just really quickly on that selfless but all, all I'll say is like it i would say we are pretty selfless but that I think that comes from the fact that none of us are in it for ourselves. Um, like none of us are trying to be sort of more NBA, NBA stars because of it. Yeah. Um, so we're more than happy. And uh, to be fair, I wouldn't say it, we do get credits in terms of all of those sort of team specific accounts. Lo- lots of them guys will turn around and say this account exists because of NBA UK fans. So yeah, um, that 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 makes all of the sort of hours that are put in sort of e- easy and and there's a lot of people that are willing to give gratitude so um it's, that's, that's really that's a really nice side of it yeah yeah it's like just kind of to touch on the same thing it's like the throwback store in a way like all the kind of jersey selling pages that have come since I started doing it. A lot of them. Elliot specifically, because I do spend a lot of time with Elliot personally in my personal life, away from business. Uh, but a lot of them will say, the reason I started is because you know, I've seen you doing the throwback store. And do you know what? If somebody does the same thing that I do and they can put a couple of quid in the pocket and make, make life a little bit easier, that's the biggest impact I feel I've had, is that I can help. If, I, if me doing what I've done can help somebody else make a little bit of money and make life a little bit easier, then it's job done, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I never had ideas of grandeur and, like, selling to NBA players and Premier League players and doing all that kind of stuff. But along the way, if you put the hard work in and, like, I spend, when I'm not in work, I'm spending five, six hours in my storage unit on my own, you know, taking pictures and... It's not nice. It's certainly not nice in this heat when you're sweating. But you put that hard work in, like you guys have done as well, over a consistent period of time. It's only a matter of time before opportunities come. It's it's the old saying of like opportunities are when hard work, when preparation meets meets opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what it is. You just have put the hard work into the opportunities are always going to come because people see. People see that, and I think that's what we've all got. We've all got that passion for basketball, and although we're putting hard work in, never feels like work, does it? Never no. feels like work. You're just doing something you love, and that's the beauty of of it all. And like having you on has been a pleasure for me because there's a million, like we say, like we were saying, then there's a million NBA accounts now, all doing great stuff, team specific stuff. 
but I wanted to get the reason why all them are here. And ultimately, if you hadn't have started that page, we wouldn't have this massive community that we've got that's unbelievable. So kudos to you for doing that initially, because like I say, I've never met Dean, who were were classes, one of my good friends. Obviously, me and you speak quite a bit, Bryn. Me and Rich speak. Obviously, Elliot's a good friend. And ultimately, that's what it what it's all about. It's meeting people. It's having something in common. Whether we don't support the same team, whether we do, it's the banter. It's And you starting what you started has built friendships. And yeah. I know it sounds a little bit cheesy and everything, but that is an amazing thing. So that totally agree. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, that was the whole... That's the legacy of NBA UK fans, isn't it? It's the friendships that have been built through it and off the back of it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Really appreciate that. Very kind words. Appreciate it. No, no, no. Definitely that. That, like I say, like that's what it's all about. It's that kind of support network that we need, especially coming out of the shit time everybody's had. Uh, But anything else? What else have you got? That's it. Do you know what? Like I think we'll leave it on that because that is a beautiful note, and um, it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Um, we will be probably back for episode 43 in a couple of weeks. It probably won't be next week because there isn't really much talk about after free agency, but you never know. We might find another guest floating around. Yeah. Um, and, and and we'll we'll hit you up with that. But once again, thank you, B Coop, for joining us. The yeah. the chef, the cook lord, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, it's been an honor. Mr. Mark Murray, I love you. Yes. I hate to say it, but it is actually quite fun to do a podcast with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, passes an hour done it, if nothing else, you know. And uh, we will see you on episode 43. And good luck to everyone attempting to get any jaw one fragments. If you want to sell them just above retail, let Mark know. He can do an IT kind of deal with you. He'll buy it retail and give you a signed jersey. Oh, um, so, it'll be my yeah. signed jersey, though. So you'll probably <laughs> end up in debt. If I get it, I'll give you them for retail. And you can offload that Ben Gordon you've been trying to sell for two and a half years. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. Right, we'll leave it there. We shall see everybody on episode 43. Peace. <laughs>